Entrepreneur on Fire 1039. The main thing is keeping the main thing the main thing. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's rock star entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EOFIRE to 33444, and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Ignite. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet with your team whenever, wherever. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try a Free button today. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Wish you had an extra hand when it comes to growing your business? Today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com. Fire Nation in the house, John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Travis Steffen. Travis, are you prepared to ignite? I'm so prepared to ignite. Yes. <laughs> Travis <laughs> is a 27-year-old self-proclaimed paradox comprised of one half annoyingly alpha meathead and one half data-driven uber nerd. He started and sold six companies in five years, his current project being Upshare.co. All right, Travis, take a minute, fill in any blanks from that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. So I was a former college athlete, former pro MMA fighter, former professional online poker player, turned tech entrepreneur, and it's been a wild ride, man. Just uh, I, I didn't have a traditional background in business or a traditional business education at all. So it's all been self-taught. Um, have had some awesome successes, and you know, have learned a lot of lessons along the way. And those lessons continue today. What I love about you is you seem to be like this Renaissance man. You know, you've just done all these different things. You've tried all these different niches and industries. And what I really want Fire Nation to understand is that. Like that's the kind of things that make us the type of entrepreneurs that we are. I mean, it was my military service and then corporate finance and then law school dropping out. I mean, all of that concoction, you know, allowed me to to create a successful podcast. And Travis, all of those things have helped you create a lot of successful companies and sold a lot and, you know, some not so successful, which we're definitely gonna be talking about today. But before we do, you're at a networking party right now. Someone walks up to you and they say, Hey, what exactly do you do? How do you respond in 10 seconds? I typically just tell them I'm a tech founder. I, I don't usually volunteer too many details this, these days unless they ask because people who are actually thoroughly interested and who the information won't be wasted on will start to dig. If that's something that they're interested in talking about, if it's a person that's worth knowing professionally, They'll ask, okay, what are you working on right now? Uh, and inevitably, it'll be, how can I help? And then we'll dig a little bit more into those conversations. But let's say you're at a networking event and you're talking to someone who you know, might be in corporate finance or who might be a musician who plays at these types of networking events. Not every one of those people are actually going to be interested in your day-to-day. So <laughs> it's, mine, mine gets so, so scattered and so spread thin sometimes that that all basically just give the I'm a tech founder answer. So this is a tough question because you know, as entrepreneurs, a lot of times, you know, we have a lot of different things going on. Some things are just kind of buns in the oven, other things, you know, are fully cooked bread loaves that we're actually taking out of the oven. 
But we're entrepreneurs and we're looking to find ways to generate revenue, to keep our businesses going, to keep our runways extended. So you, Travis, today, as we're speaking, how are you generating revenue? Well, today, Upshare.co has subscription based, a sub- subscription-based pro service where pro members pay a monthly fee. Um, that's how we're generating revenue with that company. I also do select consulting for funded startups um, on the growth side of things, particularly viral growth mechanics. I'm working with one right now that I'm really, really excited about and actually have been turning down other consulting jobs to focus on. Uh, that company is called Auto Lotto, and it's it's exactly what it sounds like. You basically can buy Powerball tickets from your phone. Oh wow! Um, they're going I, oddly enough that that hasn't been done before yet, even though it's a super simple idea, and we're still in the paper ticket world because of how much red tape there is with lottery commissions and legalities, legislation, etc. Uh, but the, the the two founders of the company are are very very well posed to handle all that and are. Um, you know, they've gotten legalized in a few states already and, and the direction is, you know, we're, we're definitely going in the right direction based on some of the upcoming features. I thought it was a, not only already a huge home run, but I thought I could add a pretty significant amount of value. So I actually have been turning down consulting gigs lately and just been taking less money to give them more focus. Cause I think that's kind of in the hockey, you know, sense of the word, that's where the puck is going. It's good when supply and demand is working in your favor, for sure. And Travis, we had uh, a a nice little pre-interview chat, and you you told me a few things you wanted to talk about today, and I said, guess what, my man? You are in the right place, (laughs) because that's what we do here at Entrepreneur Fire. With Fire Nation, we're honest, we're open, we're transparent, and the first story that we always tell is the worst entrepreneurial moment of our guests. You know, some guests go back 30 years, 20 years, 10. Some some guests go to yesterday. So why don't you take it away here? Take us to that moment in time. Tell us the story of, you know, one of, if not the worst entrepreneurial moments. Yeah, I'm actually in the thick of things right now, John. Oddly enough, oh, wow. we, we chatted about this before we started. Um, and I wanted to be as open and transparent with young founders as I could because it is something that you always go through as a founder, especially as a perpetual bootstrapper like me, you will have pretty significant ups and downs that will affect you a lot more than they will if you're taking on funding and you always have a stable salary because you've got a million in the bank or something like that. Um, you know, for hiring and, and et cetera, et cetera, uh, it allows you to plan your runway. And sometimes when you're bootstrapping, the Good end of things is is far more good because you have a bigger chunk of the pie, but the bad end is actually a lot more impactful. And my time in professional poker actually taught me that the bad days affect you 10 times more Mm. than the good days make you feel good. Because when the good days happen, you say, of of course, they're good days because I'm crushing it. Like I'm capable of this and this is the way it should be. And on the bad days, it becomes very confusing because you start to have a lot of self-doubt and you start to lose confidence and that confidence can reverberate over into your team uh, and that sort of thing. So we actually um, have just lost one of our uh, finance, financing sources for, for one of my companies, Upshare. I actually just resigned another one of my companies, uh, Mentor Mojo. Great team over there doing some really cool things. And it just you know wasn't a good fit for me. Um, I've been working on with them for about three years and it's just kind of time to take the next step for a variety of reasons. Um, but I love all of them dearly. And the fact that, you know, the way 
we parted ways and the this type of thing with with Upshare all happening at the same time kind of came at a really, really odd time um, because we it, it, a lot of it was unplanned, uh, but it had to happen the way it happened. And and as such, basically, I found myself for the last few months um, essentially paying all of our staff salaries out of pocket. Mm. And in order to do that as a bootstrapper, basically you have two choices. You can go spend your days going to raise capital and focusing full-time on raising capital because it is a full-time job, or you can focus on the product and making the product better. But in order to do that, you've got to know that you're going to take on debt. And it's not a good feeling when you think about your life a year ago and you've got six figures in the bank, you know, sitting there and you're like, you know, you got a great house on the beach, and you have a nice car, and you're thinking to yourself now, a year later, all right, well, we've got no choice. We've got a staff, and they're all great, and they're all really smart and passionate about the project. I've got to like give up some of my personal luxuries and and like significantly scale back a lot of my own stuff in order to finance the company because the company is what matters and it's showing traction. It's, it's showing promise. I believe in it that much that, uh, here, take everything I have. Here's all, you know, here's all the credit I can get. This is, this now belongs to the company and I will figure it out. So, you know, as a result, I've had to take on some more consulting gigs, but you know what, as a founder, especially as a bootstrap founder, that's the life we chose, man. And, and like, I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest with you. You have bad days where you don't think, you can get out of bed, um, and it really helps to have somebody, whether it's a co-founder or a significant other or somebody like that, that is there that you can lean on because the one thing, as one of the most headstrong alpha meatheads you've ever met, there are going to be days where you can't do it alone, <laughs> bottom line. I mean, like, especially, and, and and don't get me wrong, there are a lot of founders out there that are hearing this and they're like, whatever, I made my company work, like, and it was my first shot or my second shot or whatever, and I'm crushing it. And one of the things that I would caution those people in thinking is don't get caught up in confirmation bias because it might not always be the things you do that make you successful or not successful. It could be a variety of other factors. It could be a variety of other variables. Uh, myself, I've sold six companies uh, in the last five years, and a few of them have been like very successful. Um, it does not mean you know everything, and it does not mean you can make every single one of them successful. And in fact, if that's the mindset that you go into it with, you're more than likely not going to learn as much as you otherwise could in that in that time frame. So um, let's all take a second and realize: look, we don't know as much as we think we do. And we need to spend time every day educating ourselves, um, you know, spending time kind of making sure that all of our employees not only are educating themselves, but are feeling appreciated and feeling secure. Because as a founder, it's your job to be able to handle those swings. It's not your employees' jobs. They came to work for you. They want a paycheck. They want to do their job and they want to go home to their families uh, and feed them. As a founder, it's your job to take on that stress. And that's what you signed up for. So that's one of those things that uh, I would try to impart to to the listening public as you know something that I'm. And I'm also saying this, John, as as a reminder to myself at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And I love what you said about don't get caught up in the confirmation bias because listen, 
Every now and then you're going to see someone in Fire Nation who gets up to the plate, closes their eyes, swings, and hits a home run. And then they think, you know, that their crap doesn't stink, you know, to put Mm -hmm. it nicely. They just, you know, they think that 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 was actually what was supposed to happen. And I'm sure you've seen it. You know, someone sits down, Travis, at a poker table, and they get dealt a royal flush, and they think they're a great poker player. You know, it's, it's confirmation bias that's just the reality of, of, of life. And getting caught up in that is, is the worst thing you can do, especially, you know, letting that affect your decisions going forward. So I love that. And, and just Definitely. thank you, Travis, for, for being transparent, for being open, for being honest. I mean, you know, it's not easy. You know, it's not of easy course. coming on a show, you know, that has as many listeners as we have. And, and just being honest about the fact that, hey, this might not work. And in fact, what I'm doing might not work. It might not be a homer. It might not be a success. So appreciate that. And, and let's shift now because you're a brilliant guy. You've had a lot of amazing ideas, you know, sold six companies, done some great things. What is one of your aha moments, one of your epiphanies, one of your light bulbs that you want to share with Fire Nation? Take us to that moment. Tell us that story of that idea. It feels like it happens every month. Um, <laughs> which is a really nice feeling, yeah. <laughs> but by, by, by it happening every month also, it kind of makes you realize like, A, how far you can come in a month, but B, how much, how much further you were behind last month. So it's just a really constant reminder of how much you can continue to learn. For example, um, I would say six months ago, we had a system scoped for Upshare that we were convinced was just going to be the most absolute game changer, um, but it was going to take us a year to build. And so we had one completely different strategy. We had to go raise a round of capital. We were taking investor meetings. And, you know, I just, just through a conversation with a friend of mine, um, I'm not remembering if it was uh, Jonathan Teo from Binary, Binary Capital or Jameson Detweiler from LaunchRock. One of those two guys, I was at a party with uh, a number of tech founders in San Francisco. And one of those guys said something completely out of like out not even talking about upshare but i immediately went up to the roof and called my co-founder and we decided to like shut off all the fundraising pivot completely mm. stop raising switch to a SaaS model um and we had a bunch of tools out within like a month after that just because we used our resources more efficiently and and went towards more of an 80 20 type of model, like maybe it wouldn't have been the 100% best experience that we thought it could, but it got us 80% of the way there. And even when we only had basic bare bones tools, when we switched to that SaaS model, we, we had people start to pay for them, which was really surprising to us because it wasn't what we had envisioned in our minds. Um, and I would say the bigger one to happen after that, because up until then, it sounds ridiculous to a lot of entrepreneurs that have had more of a traditional education, but most founders, I would say, start their companies because they have an idea. And I would tell every one of those people out there that that is the wrong reason. You need to start a company because your customers tell you to. And one of the biggest aha moments I had was recently, we just reinvested heavily into qualitative data, which basically means customer surveys and talking to as many customers as you possibly can, asking them where their pain points are, asking them what their ideal solution solutions would be, how much they would pay for them. It's shocking how often this is taught and how often it's not done because founders will get enthralled so much with an idea. They'll believe so much in their vision. They'll want to be Steve Jobs so much that 
they won't really take the you know take the fundamental approach and and say all right i'm going to go ahead and map all these parts of the business um, from the customer standpoint, and then one of the things that we teach over at uh, our blog at upshareco slash viral hero, um, which is our viral marketing blog where we kind of teach the nuts and bolts of how to recruit your customers to market your product for you. Um, if you were to map all of what your customers are telling you to build, and then you do another loop and you build in viral marketing from the get go before you ever like code anything, and all of your customer touch points, your um, essentially building in inherent value for your customers to invite others. Um, that's And then you insert your idea into that framework, an idea that fits within that framework. That's when you win big. And that's what we failed to do in the last few ventures, even though they had some degree of success. They weren't as successful as we thought they would be. And basically what we decided to do from now on, anytime we sold um, and anytime we started something new was we were going to map the entire, the entire viral loop and the entire process, uh, the entire structure before we even talked about an idea. And then we would go straight to the market and ask them what that idea would be and insert that into the viral loop. So we don't have to invest so much time, resources, capital into growth. And it can be one of those Instagram, Skype slack type growth machines you know because those companies a dropbox or a skype or something like that there is very little if no value especially mm -hmm. on skype's front there's very little value if you don't have anyone else that you've invited but you start unlocking value when you invite others well oddly enough like that's what the product's designed to do is it's a communication tool but that's also their means of growth they're using you to fuel their viral engine. And that's great because you get value from that, but so do they. And I would just basically challenge all the founders out there right now to think about how they can use that in their own company. Where can you build in the same value that people came to you to get in exchange for inviting others? How can you augment that experience for bringing others along for the ride? And Fire Nation, I would challenge you to go back through, listen to this section again, and really think when Travis is talking about how this does apply to your company, how this could apply for to a pivot, to an iteration, or hey, maybe you're just rocking and rolling and you are checking the checking the blocks as you're going through listening to this. Great sure. stuff. And Fire Nation, we are about to enter the lightning round, so don't go anywhere. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Ah, summertime. What could be better? How about some more free time thanks to the systems you put in place in your business? Or maybe more time to work on your business instead of in your business because you started growing your team. Sounds pretty great, right? But where do you start when it comes to hiring your team? How do you ensure you're finding quality candidates? With ZipRecruiter.com. Check this out. With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 100 plus job sites with a single click. Then all you have to do is sit back and watch brand new qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface from over 4 million resumes. And all this happens within 24 hours. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses for good reason, and they're ready to help connect you with qualified candidates too. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. One more time to try ZipRecruiter for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. 
Communication and relationship building is everything in business, but if you're looking for ways to save yourself time, money, and hassle, then stop traveling to in-person meetings. Still meet with your clients and coworkers, but just do it online instead. My recommendation, Citrix GoToMeeting, because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet with your team whenever you need to, wherever you are, because with GoToMeeting, you can be from any computer, tablet, or smartphone without travel expenses, hassle, or traffic. Plus, you can still have that face-to-face interaction. Just turn on your webcam and with GoToMeeting's HD quality, it's like being in the same room. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days. Nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Travis, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I think I'm as prepared as I'm going to be, John. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The first thing that held me back from becoming an entrepreneur was the idea of what an entrepreneur was. I was a mixed martial arts fighter, um, and I was kind of a huge meathead in college. And I had an idea that entrepreneurs wore suits and knew a lot about numbers, and I really wasn't that guy. And then I saw this TV show that showed the tap-out guys. They are basically running the Nike of mixed martial arts at the time. And these guys were all tatted up, and they talked like me, and and that's kind of what made me want to become that. And oddly enough, like five years later, I was, uh, I'm great friends and business partners with one of the founders. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received was actually not even given directly to me. It was an interview I saw with George St. Pierre when he was being interviewed for one of his title fights. And he basically said, the main thing is keeping the main thing the main thing. And for me, that really hit a chord because I was always that guy that tried to do so many different things. And people looked up to me for it, but I found that by focusing on just one thing primarily and maybe one or two side projects when my brain felt like it needed that sort of difference, that took the project so much further than it ever could because I could allow myself to think about one thing all day long rather than having to split my mental kind of space, if you will. Uh, So yeah, the main thing is keeping the main thing the main thing. What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? I'm about as routine oriented as one can be. I, I wake up every day at the same time. I usually wake up at, at anywhere from 6 to 6.05. Every single one of my meals is pre-prepared. Uh, I have, I've done that either a few days ago or the night before. An alarm goes off on my phone every single time. It's, it's you know, I'm, I'm needing to eat and I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll go eat. I go to the gym at the same time, twice a day, every day without fail, even if it's a rest day, I'll go stretch or walk on the treadmill or something. It's, it's something that I need for my brain to decompress and, and recharge. And I've got the most robust to-do list system, productivity system that one can have. Mm. It's, um, everything is cataloged, numbered, prioritized, um, grouped into different sections. I'm staggering menial daily tasks with cognitively challenging ones to allow for, you know, a back and forth between things that are challenging me and ones that aren't, but still need to be done. So the puzzle pieces fit tighter together throughout the day. And I'm able to continue forward full steam without hitting burnout. So it's not just one habit. It's just consistency across a routine. 
Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I'm a huge, huge proponent of Slack these days. I'm sure everybody is right now <laughs> uh, because they're so f- quickly growing. I'd say one of the more lesser known ones that that we love is called Target Process. It's a really robust Scrum tool, uh, it, kind of a, a project management tool, but it's you know kind of runs our lives as a company. It, it ran our lives for the last two years. Really, really gives you clear. Um, project ETAs six, eight months out. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible. It takes a little time to, to get to know, but, but definitely target process. If you could recommend just one book, Travis, what would it be and why? One book that I would recommend that I've probably read um, eight or nine times has been The 48 Laws of Power, probably a pretty typical answer. Um, but The 48 Laws of Power is pretty incredible. Zero to One by Peter Thiel just came out. I'm actually on my second time through that. Um, And then there's a book called Contagious by a guy named Jonah Berger. And he talks about viral marketing in a more like soft skill PR type way. Not at all the camp that I come from where we basically had to invent a lot of viral marketing mechanics on upshare.co slash viral hero. But if you just want like the philosophy and some of the soft skill stuff for what makes things quote unquote catch on. That's a really good book to pick up and start thinking about branding in a in a way that contributes to viral marketing. So as in terms of like mechanics, though, there's nothing out there. So we're we're basically writing the book now. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Travis, I want to end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The parting piece of guidance I would impart to everyone right now is really relatable to the place I'm in today as a founder. When you have those moments where you get so amped up and frustrated with, you know, maybe it's people around you. Uh, that just aren't quite as in grind mode as you are, or you know things that might not be going your way today. Um, you're gonna have bad, bad, bad days, and you are gonna think that you're never gonna be able to get through them, but you will. And having some people around you that can remind you of that, and you giving that to them when they need it, is one of the most impactful things that you can have. So whoever you surround yourself with in your day-to-day life, you are the sum of those five people. It is not just a a weird catchphrase. (laughs) Um, Spend the money and go to Silicon Valley. Spend the money, go to LA or New York and be around people who are ambitious, even if it takes you to the red line financially, because the person it will transform you into if you're somewhere like, I mean, I grew up in Iowa, so there was very few people there that could in like, infuse me with their ambition on a day-to-day basis, that energy that I need, that I want to be around because that's who I am. Uh, Spend the money and go. It's worth it. You get what you pay for in that way. So so go, if you're going to go fishing, go where the fish are. And what's the best way to connect with you? Hit me on Twitter, at Travis Steffen, two E's, two F's. I'm I'm always on Twitter. Um, And uh, otherwise, head on over to upshare.co slash viral hero see our viral marketing 
adventure as taught by our little kung fu panda superhero and uh leave me a comment on there we we usually answer them i usually answer them personally like within a few minutes or an hour and um you know hit me up and let me know what you want to what you want to hear about well travis you are right Fire Nation does know that it's not a corny phrase, that they are the average of the five people that they spend the most time with. And Fire Nation, you've been hanging out with Travis and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Travis in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything we've talked about today. You know, upshare.com. We're going to have his his Twitter handle, his book recommendation resource, you you name it, it's going to be there. Travis, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15 day podcast course in no time flat. Have an inspired day and ignite.